Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mojo Market Report right here on a Monday. It is Monday, March the 13th, 2023. Ladies and gentlemen, the wait is over. The tampering has arrived. It's NFL tampering period starts at 12 o'clock, but first and foremost, Dave Sturgeo, the return of Chris Gucci yes. off his, uh, I told you, he got, he literally, you remember when Geno Smith got out of line and and talked his stuff and then got, you yeah, know, I got drilled in my <laughs> face by my dentist. <laughs> so, I had his sign. How you feeling? You all right? You good? I'm good. I'm good. I all mean, right. I'm, I'm better. All right. Good. I'm not a hundred percent yet, but we're here anyway. 80% me is as good as anybody, right? I agree. Right? 80% is better than me sitting here by myself talking. <laughs> That's for damn sure. A um, lot to get into today. Like I said, the NFL tampering period begins. If you don't know what that is, the NFL new league year starts on Wednesday at four o'clock. Uh, everybody's excited about that because that's when you can actually ink your deals. But between 12 and and Wednesday, um, this is where you're going to see the frenzy begin. This is where other teams start to negotiate the contracts with other players. You're going to see agreed to terms. You're going to see Adam Schefter losing his damn mind all over on Twitter. Now, look, I will preface it with this. Be careful. Be weary of fake accounts. They usually pop up around this time. Uh, make sure it's the real Adam Schefter, the real Ian Rappaport, the real guys that are you know reporting this stuff. Uh, you can also just go on over to Mojo on their app and download there. They're usually on top of the ball, so no fake sources there. And this is a tampering period, a legal tampering period. So you're going to see things get released like this team and this player agree to terms. And then two days later, it's not going to happen well, because someone else is allowed to step in. I think so the last be time careful. that significantly happened was Anthony Barr to the Jets two years ago. It happened with um, last year was Darius. That's true. With that the Ravens. Been, that might have been down the line, though. I don't know if that was a tampering situation. That I don't know. May have been further I definitely remember season. Anthony yes, Barr inking, all, inking with the Jets, and people were like, yeah, we got Anthony Barr. And this was two years ago, not just 2022 Anthony Barr, where he was just like subpar. This was two years ago, Anthony Barr. Um, so it was a big move for the Jets. Next thing you know, he pulls the rug out from underneath, and he's a Viking after all at, the, at that time. Uh, but there is a lot of NFL news to get to. It started on Friday. There is a lot to get into real quick. Uh, I do have a lot of NBA stuff over the weekend. We'll touch on that before the end of the show. Um, but Friday, the biggest news to drop on Friday was a little bit after Mojo uh, came out with this show. Um, it was around 10 a.m. All of the, the rumors were justified and clarified, and Adam Thielen was cut by the Minnesota Vikings, opening up a massive hole at wide receiver two, I think, even though Osborne came on at the I end of the year. I think that's the thing. Osborne came on late and... There's no reason you're going to – feeling his time in Minnesota's up. You saw it tailed off a lot last year, but, hey, I'd sign him for – Again, I, I, again I got roasted on, on Twitter for wanting a feeling in Dallas, thinking that it was a, 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 a lamb gallop feeling as the three wouldn't be so bad over the middle. But, ah, he's slow. He's I'm past not his looking, prime. I'm he's not 30. looking for Thielen to be anybody other than a third down guy that's going to be reliable in big spots. I, and that's I think fine. he could play a little bit longer in this league at that role, but I don't think Thielen's going to be scoring double-digit touchdowns anytime soon again. No, probably not, but like again, I think he's a serviceable player. I think there's going to be a heavy, heavy market for him uh, because of the fact that the wide receiver market going into that before that happened was just a little, you know, it was subpar. It was just like it wasn't huge. It wasn't lucrative. There's Mac Hollins out there. There's Juju who was probably going to return to Kansas City from everything I've heard and read. Um, so Odell Beckham Jr., who has not been added to the Mojo app yet, you want to just keep your tabs on that. He had himself a workout. He's all of a sudden peaking some interest from squads. However, there's rumors saying he wants $20 million a year. So 
if that's the case, then a lot of teams are going to be like, I'm good. Look, these rumors are just rumors. It's the agent coming out and saying something, and right. then you say a crazy number, much like everyone went that's nuts. That's crazy number. Everyone <laughs> went nuts when Daniel Jones said he wanted $45 million per. The Giants publicly said they give him 35 per. Where'd they, where'd they end up? 40. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be the case with Odell. He's He might get... He might be lucky to get ten million per two years. Twenty million seems a little more likely. I said on Friday, I injury. want he's gonna want security. I say you give him two years with an out after one. Like you have some kind of player, op, some kind of structure where if things don't go well, that you have an out. The team has an out. So we'll see what happens with that one. Um, the big news that dropped yesterday, obviously, uh, was another bombshell. The Los Angeles Rams have retracted everything they ever said about draft picks, okay, because they're trying to get as many as them back because all of a sudden they're letting Bobby Wagner walk. They're letting uh, – there was another uh, – Leonard Floyd walk. And the thing is they're not even getting draft picks in return. They're just fixing what is the worst salary cap situation in the history yeah, of the NFL yeah. outside of the current New Orleans Saints salary cap situation, well, which they is don't, brutal. Apparently they don't have a salary cap situation, which makes me believe that it's a myth. Look, they're uh, – <laughs> At one point or another, it is a myth. At one point or another, you got to reset it, i.e. the Rams right now. They did this with Breeze. They went all in for a Super Bowl. They didn't win one. Now they're staying on that same path. I hate to break it to you, but Dallas has done a very similar path. Very similar path. Yeah, no, eventually, 100%. Eventually, you're going to have to say, you know what, we got we to gotta blow, blow it up. up. And that's what the Rams are doing is they trade Jalen Ramsey for a bag of balls and a third-round pick. And that's no disrespect to the tight end they traded for, but again, I nobody, nobody had a clue who Hunter he was. Hunter Short? Hunt, I, right, I have no idea. Hunter Long. <laughs> there you go. Well, they go Hunter Short on Hunter Long, yeah, yeah. if he's even on the app, I which I don't think he is. Um, I, I would say... That obviously the Miami Dolphins now have a nice little new look in their secondary. Their corners are all of a sudden the X-Man, Xavier Howard, and of course now Jalen Ramsey. That practice is going to be fun, huh? Waddle and Hill and Ramsey and Howard. See, I, I think it's a great signing or a great trade for them. It makes them better. In this modern NFL, you need to stop receivers and you need to, and you need to score points. They have the ability to do both. What worries me about this is it's tailor-made for... Um, a team that's built for the regular season and then has to go travel somewhere cold and then struggle again. Are they going to be able to stop the run with their corners? Are they going to be able to run the ball? I think they'll be able to run the ball effectively on offense, but a team like Miami, they're going to have to go into Buffalo. I don't care. How, you're going to have to play smash mouth at some point or another in the AFC, especially now. But look, the quarterbacks in the AFC right now are especially loaded. Potentially adding Rodgers to the mix. We'll get into that. Yeah. You know, you're going to need to be able to stop receivers. And, you know, Miami, got to tip your hat, they're trying. Right before this trade, Miami was able to free up about $40 million. Uh, they, they reworked a lot of contracts. They opened up around $40 million. That's what made this trade possible, I guess. Yeah, it's got to be a good a good thing being a Dolphins fan, seeing all the efforts yeah, that they're the putting the effort's in. there. The coach is they're there. Trying. They also picked up Tua's fourth year, uh, fifth-year option. So that's a big thing, specifically in the Mojo market where – I, I was big. We were both in on Tua with his low price on the market, and now you're getting the reinsurance that he will be the quarterback there this year and next. So there you go. I mean, that, that's the, the questions were answered there. You don't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah, he shut down the Tom Brady rumors. The, the, and anything well, like Brady that. shut down the Tom Brady rumors. Brady went out there and says, "Dude, I don't have any time. I have a daughter with a cat." I mean, that to <laughs> that me, was hilarious. That didn't shut down. A thing for me, right? <laughs> right. But and then he's like, "F this cat, I gotta get out of here." <laughs> he's not going to Miami now. No, no, we'll, he's we'll, not. We'll agree to that. No, he's not. Um, interesting one. I want your take on this one. 
the Saints, with their cap situation, with the acquisition of Derek Carr, have told Derek uh, have told Jameis Winston they want to rework a deal to have him stay there. Why? Because they need to save money. No, no, no. But why would they just? Why wouldn't you just outright cut him? He's not your starter. You signed Derek Carr to be your starter. Well, look at the contract situation. Is there a cap hit? I, mean, I would bet there is because he was a free agent last year. I thought he was a free agent this year. But he was a free agent last year, so I don't think. That he's a, a, an unrestricted free agent right now. I don't think so I think either. He's under contract, and they want to work out a deal to keep him around as the backup. But he does have a voice. All right, so here's the deal: he's got no, okay, so he's got no guaranteed money coming his way this year. His cap number is fifteen point six million dollars. If they cut him, they're going to eat some dead money. So exactly, they have so to they have to figure out something. They don't want to pay him fifteen towards the cap this year. It, and guess what? Michael Thomas is in a situation where he's celebrating. Because he knows he can't be cut because it would be they would lose six they would lose double his salary. They want to extend Michael Thomas from everything I'm reading. Not because of his play. No, not at all. Not because of his play. It's much like Dak, no offense. <laughs> but they're 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 fixing a, a previous error with the contract. And I'm not saying so, Dak doesn't deserve to so get an extension. What, I'm saying that's why he got one. So what I've read around. about the Dak deal Fix and things. other deals like this is that they do put these years at the back end, meaning like, I'm looking at Jameis Winston, right? And 24, 25, and 26, he's got a he's under contract with the Saints, but they're all voidable years. What these years are, are the ability to extend into those years and actually fill those voided years. Meaning, those three years that he has, even if he gets an extension, it's literally just pushing money to the back end, and yeah, it will hurt you down it, the line. What it, it hurts the team. Yeah, down so the I'm line. Saying it will hurt. Because what's... A, a, Ends up end up happening here is you keep on guaranteeing more of that money. Like so, if you extend yeah. him, yeah. then like when you sign a guaranteed contract and it's like a hundred million guaranteed at a hundred and fifty million dollar deal, but the last three years are voidable, and then to fix that, you extend them again and you guarantee the signing bonus again. It becomes those voidable more. years go away, and then and now you're paying them for those years. So that's what I think they're going to do with Winston, uh, and most teams are going to do. Look, they have. I mean, they technically have until Wednesday to do it, but you would think the next four hours of programming or next four hours of, of real time are when people are going to start really working some deals. I expect some heavy movement within the next four years. You can, uh, four ex hours. You can expect a potential Aaron Rodgers announcement. We could expect. I, I'll get into that in a second. Kayshawn Nixon. Interesting, Nixon. interesting to see the Eagles, Darius Slay, who also wants a new deal. He's gotten permission for a trade um, out of Philadelphia. Why the heck would you want to leave Philadelphia? You just went to a Super Bowl. You got yourself a decent, decent defense. Um, Darius Slay, to me, has regressed a little bit over time. I don't foresee that being a, a big deal if they do trade him. Howie, whatever the hell his name is, Roseman, is is a great GM. He'll probably pull somebody's third-round pick for this kid. Um, so props to the Eagles who are about to probably cash in on that. Uh, like I said, the tampering starts at noon. Now, there's a lot of decisions that need to be made within the confines of this this next couple hours because you got there's rumors about Baker Mayfield to the Bucks, but all of a sudden Baker Mayfield has a couple suitors, which is to me is like, oh, well, interesting. I wonder. Yeah, I, I wonder what's going on there. Did his um, agent tell you that? Probably. Uh, Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins, still wants to be traded to Dallas. Dallas has made some moves to restructure and open up some money over the weekend. My biggest thing is is the Zeke move next. Within the next couple hours, is the Zeke move going to happen? Well, is if a Tyron Hopkins Smith is a move? Cowboy, Zeke ain't. Huh? If Hopkins is a Cowboy, Zeke ain't. 
Well, Zeke ain't you would have to. So Zeke's gone. I, I, See, here's the thing. I read an article uh, by a guy. Again, he gave me my first break over at uh, the Cowboys Wire. KD Drummond. He put out a, a fantastic article about how they can rework the Zeke deal and just make it strictly incentive based. Give him a base salary of two million dollars and have him have the chance to earn up to eight. Is Zeke on board? More than likely, because who the hell isn't? I mean, who the hell is? Who, who's going to be the guy? Like, we need Zeke. Like, there's not a lot. Of, I'm telling you right now, for whatever reason, there's not a big market for Ezekiel Elliott. And and I still think he's got some legs, Well, I mean, right? there's like, not a big market for him in the um, at the dollar amount. But if he's willing to take a, a massive pay cut, there's a guarantee a ton of teams would sign Zeke at the right dollar amount. Would I think. would at, at free. So the next question is this. Regarding your boy, Aaron Rodgers. Now, he spoke to, I believe, Brandon Marshall kind of alluded to like, oh, we're going to get a decision soon. So from what I gather listening to the radio on the way in, Boomer Siason says that both teams already know what's happening. They know what's happening because if they didn't, that would hamper their ability to go sign everybody else at 12 o'clock. Because think about it, like the Jets had to rework a couple things. They they got rid of Barrios, right? They, they, they signed a couple of their guys over the weekend, right? for long-term extension, opening up this year's cap hit. You would think that they're, they have like a plan, like plan A, right? Plan A is we have X amount of dollars because we got Aaron Rodgers. Plan B is we got uh F ton of more money because we don't have Aaron Rodgers. And then Rogers. we got to put Jimmy G there. Yeah, and then we got oh, to put Jimmy G, right? So they don't want plan B. All signs point to the Jets taking Rodgers on with the contract and everything that's being worked out. Do you think this is detrimental to either squad, Packers or the Jets, if they wait any longer than the next three hours? Because think about it. You got to know what kind of price you're going to be able to spend out there in free agency. Your tampering gets tampered with, no? Yeah, I think it's a – put it this way. Green Bay actually would benefit in the salary cap if Rodgers gets – Rodgers stays. Like, Rodgers getting traded, Green Bay takes a $7 million cap hit in addition this year. Like, their cap gets worse. For a fact, it just gets exponentially better after this season. Like, it's done after this season. But there's a chance that they can have the Jets eat some of that now, right? Because I think that's the holdup. I think the holdup really is Rodgers at this point. They already agreed to the terms. So that's done. You think that's done, huh? That's done. That's announced. Oh, it's man. done. The terms. The teams agreed to the terms. Now they're awaiting Rodgers' decision. What are we waiting for, Aaron? Come on, bro. Hey, Aaron, you want to play football next year? Cool. It's with the Jets. Um, no? Then you're home. <laughs> like, that's it. Like, Rodgers no- might be pulling some, like... Randall Cobb's available. Like making sure the Jets are on board with what he wants to do in a certain way, which I think that would be corny, but very, well, very likely. Well, let's be honest. They just got rid of Barrios. Why not a Randall Cobb in that spot? I like it. It's nice. It's a nice little familiarity thing, right, for the locker room. You got to make this guy happy, make sure all the red peanuts are taken out or red M&Ms or whatever the hell you want. Um, but I think that these teams know what's going on. The Packers have a worse situation cap-wise. It's cap like you're wise. refreshing Twitter over and over and over yeah, again. They have a worse because. situation cap-wise if Rodgers gets traded. But as I said, it it it, it helps out exponentially down the line. And um, so really, I don't think the Packers care. They kind of know what's happening. They want it to happen more than anybody. But the Jets... And then Saints situation is what I think jumps this to the 13th pick overall. You know, Derek Carr signing with with the Saints. The Jets are desperate now. We just talked about it. We talked about their plan B would be Jimmy G and a ton of money. I don't know that plan B works out for the Jets fan base. Could you imagine going from this right now with Rodgers as the uh, as the Jets quarterback to like it's not going to work? That Jets Jets Nation would be in 
peril. Not only not only would Jets Nation be in peril, but the fans that don't like the Jets would have material for the rest of their yeah. lives. Um, curious little thing here from Field Yates, who I do find very, very interesting on Twitter. He said, free agency has legitimate perils, especially in long term, but could provide immediate upside. The highest spending team in the last seven years, right, has spiked in wins. 2016, the Giants were the highest spenders. They won five more games than they did the previous year. The next year, the Jaguars with seven. The Bears with seven. The next year, the Jets with three. The Dolphins with five. The Patriots with three. Last year's Jaguars, who went ham on Christian Kirk and guys like that, they won six more games than they did. Free agency, look, I know there's a lot of people that like to – I'm directing this right at Dallas – but, like, there's a lot of people that like to build through the draft. And, and you can do that if you hit on every round, right? And these guys become starters and long-term guys and lifers and all that stuff. And it works out awesome, right? But free agency is huge, man, because it's like the cap goes up for a reason. You got all this money to spend. You got to make the moves you got to make. And I think right, right off the rip, before free agency even starts, you got teams like the Dolphins who are like, we're in. You know what I mean? Like, this is it. And, look, the the AFC of all the, the conference, like, of both conferences, it's it's not close. Like, the AFC is loaded. They Especially know they got to make put, moves. put Rodgers in the AFC. That's now. what I'm saying, man. Like, so look wow. at the AFC East. The AFC East, besides the Patriots, who I think have been bums last year, too. But, I mean, they were, like, a game away from the playoffs. And they're still going to be a tough out. I, they're mm-hmm. still going to be tough. It's like you go in and play the they Patriots. They draft a quarterback this they're gonna, year. They're going to play good defense. And it's yeah, like no. when you you're going to be watching Red Sleeves Judon all over the place. Um, but I like the AFC East alone, I just think it's going to be fun. It always is every year. 12 o'clock it starts. Um, I, I'm excited to see what moves are made between now and then for that extra little cap space. Maybe a couple trades down the line. I don't know. But it's it's going to be interesting, man. Um, segwaying over to the NBA for just a couple minutes. Uh, over the weekend, 22 games. <laughs> 22 games for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So there's a lot of movement on the market. A lot of liquid props. Have you seen their uh, their no brainer bet? Have you seen that pop up on uh, the old socials? I have not. Wow, have you got to really bro, get on I've, social media. I, I know I you don't have a social brain media. the last week. It's just true. I've been kind of out of it. The so. no brainer bet is when they set a a guy real real low on the liquid prop, like a Julius oh, Randall. So it's like free money bet, basically. And it, it, you have you, like unless you, it's Julius Randall and he does and he scores four points. Nah, he five. scored thirty three last night and the Knicks beat the Lakers. So thank God because they absolutely needed that. All of a sudden. That little losing streak that the, the Knicks decided they you know wanted to venture down a losing streak. After a winning streak, why not go on a losing streak? That makes sense. It's so Knicks. Um, but after that, and the Nets last night beat the Nuggets 122-120, all of a sudden, they had the same winning percentage. So they are 5-6, and six, and the Nets have jumped them. So the Nets are sitting there at the 5 right now, and the Knicks dropped to 6. It happened, everybody. Like every, I was sitting there like, ah, write the Nets off. It's over. It is over. They traded away all their sure stars. It was like Friday. It felt like it, right? Like, no, maybe. Maybe on your on your solo show, you may have... May no, have. I wrote the... You know what it is? The last solo show I did, right, I wrote yeah. the Nets off. And I said, <laughs> that's it. They're done. They've traded everybody away. It's over. All of a sudden, they're a little scrappy little team that doesn't want to go away. That sucks. <laughs> For the Knicks. Jacques Vaughn. <laughs> Good coach. Great coach. Look at their record since he's been he's head no, coach. He's no Spolstra, but... He's not a Spolstra. Spolstra also had the world uh, handed to him. Um, Saturday, well, yeah, dude, he started with Bosch, LeBron, and Wade. Stop it! It's the easiest job. You and me can go out there and coach that team. What has he done since they left? 
They're a playoff team every year. Every year. Yeah, sure. You lose Wade, you lose LeBron, and you lose Bosh, and you make the postseason. You got Jimmy Buckets now. Uh, you do. You got, uh, what's this guy? Uh, the, the dude with the punchable face. The, Tyler Harrow. Uh-huh. Um, and he took him to the finals. <laughs> I do remember that. Was that Kobe year? It was the bubble. Was that? Yeah, it was Toronto, right? Them in Toronto? No. The Lakers. Lakers beat him. The NBA Eastern Conference Finals? Was that Toronto and Miami? I think it was Boston. I, I say don't Toronto know. And, and, I don't know. It was the I mean, I'm saying, I want to say, what's this guy had a Van Vliet? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, my memory from 2020. Great interview, by the way, post game. Oh, you by saw Van Vliet. <laughs> that was, you can't go wrong I, with that. He was just like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> that was great. about it. Um, so, 30, anyway. 30,000. Yeah. So, looking, uh, catching up on the NBA, like I said, the Bucks still remain a game and a half up on the Celtics. 48, 58, it's a 7, 67. There's like literally 15 games left. Mm. Great. I had to do quick math. But like, we're down the stretch here, guys. Like, so this is the NBA is really getting tight, especially the top three of the East with the Bucks, the Celtics, and the 76ers. We've seen that. I don't see the, the Cleveland Cavaliers battling to get the three. So they're probably entrenched in the four seats. So they're going to either play the Nets or the Knicks. Um, the Miami Heat are down three and a half games from those teams. So I don't think they can move at all. Um, the Nuggets last night, like I said, lost the game. Uh, they've lost three straight. Any worry about the Nuggets right now? A I mean, little bit. I mean, why wouldn't you be? Yeah. Three straight. Uh, you can make the case that they're kind of I mean, there's still a five on the Kings who are the second seed. So they're now like, worry about what? Cruised. Worry about what? Like, are, are the Nuggets going to win the NBA Finals? That's all I'm worried about if I'm the Nuggets right now. Because you know you're a playoff team. You know you're probably the one seed. Um, but are they a championship contender? We're going to find out. I think losing three games in a row at any point in the season isn't a very good sign, but it could be something that galvanizes them a little bit, and they say, hey, look, we're, we didn't win anything yet. we got to figure this out, you know, pack it in a little bit. We do have officially three teams eliminated from playoff contention. That would be the Rockets, the Spurs, and the Pistons. They the Rockets have, nice have been trying solid. to get eliminated since last year, though. <laughs> they don't care. Why? You, why? You know, it's like it's crazy. Well, it's, it's wild how certain, um, you know, and I'm going based on, A, since the James Harden days where they were like a, at least a somewhat of a contender, mm. they've just gone off the face of the earth. They've gone downhill every year. And then when you hear guys like John Wall talking and you hear players that are vets of, around the league talking to young guys like, keep your head up when you're in, when you're in Houston. Like, get out of there as soon as you can. <laughs> Sounds um, like a great place to be. Bad ownership. Yeah. Bad ownership. I think they got a Fertitta cousin, the <laughs> Fertitta, <laughs> owns the Rockets. Yeah. But it's like not Lorenzo or Frank, the guys that own the UFC. It's their... Crazy cousin. Well, that crazy cousin has a crazy uh, a lot of money investment. You can invest in us by following us. How about that? Uh, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok at Mojo M O J O. Of course, we're on the Discord. Uh, that's a daily conversation. You just have to be there to find out all the stuff that's happening on the Mojo market. And of course, download the app right now. It's available on your iPhones, on your Androids, everything that you have. Go download that. One thing before we get out of here: Did you see Rutgers with the snub? They did not make the tournament. They didn't deserve to after that. After the the back it? half of last this this season was just it's been brutal. And NIT but, champs. I mean, yeah, they did get into the NIT. Does, is there anything more defeating than getting into the NIT? Do you think anybody has aspirations to get to How the NIT? This? Yes, I do know something more defeating than winning winning the NIT. Like get there and win it. And you're like, <laughs> now what do we do, guys? Here, you want this headline newspaper? This you can like you want to cut down the net or Take you know, this like back with you. dude this. The NIT is the worst thing. <laughs> since I also botched I my even... joke. I could think of one thing. But I ruined it. 
You heard what you know what I'm talking about. No, right? I thought it was fine. <laughs> I said the the punchline as the delivery. Oh, mm, yeah. You're bombing on stage like one Jimmy Palumbo over the weekend. <laughs> I'm kidding. You had a great show. It's a lot of fun. Uh, but anyway, that's it for us today. There is a lot to get into tomorrow, guys. The frenzy begins. It's going to be from today all the way to Wednesday to find out where new teams. You got to check all of your your stocks because they're going to they're rise or they're going to fall based off situations. Um, again, I'm invested in plenty of guys. I already made some money on the new Daniel Jones contract. I hope you guys invested in Jordan Love this offseason. Jordan Love all of a sudden. And that, listen, I have to give credit where credit's due. If anybody told you about Jordan Love on, on how many times to get in on him, it was this guy next to me. So right now, Jordan Love in the last 24 hours is up another 5%. Over the week, another 21%. Over the month, over 48%. Over the year, 263%. So, Jordan Love, When we folks. enter this offseason, I said Jordan Love is the number one player you should invest in going into the offseason. We tried to tell you. Tried to tell you. Tried to tell you. We'll see you guys tomorrow.